Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And Michelle Ander. Hello. We are talking the back half of season four of Rick and Morty, episodes six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 that have been airing these last five weeks. We had a podcast just on episode six, Never Ricking Morty, and we've not checked in since then. So we'll talk about all of the rest of the season and a little bit about season four in general. Um, now that the uh, season finale of four just aired last night on Adult Swim. And it's uh, some interesting things to talk about with Rick and Morty. Um, so uh, make sure you've seen all of season four because uh, we'll be getting into full spoilers right away for all of season four of Rick and Morty, including the big season finale, which they're actually spoilers for. So <laughs> I would make sure you've seen that one. And then uh, come back and make sure you're subscribed to Overly Animated Rick and Morty. Search for that. YouTube is our, our YouTube is YouTube.com slash Overly Animated. So a lot to uh, hit on, I think, with five episodes of Rick and Morty. We're used to talking about the show one episode at a time, so we'll see how this goes. But uh, I think the big thing is, like, we just got a... Big plot episode with Star Mort Return of the Jerry, uh, which is the season finale. And uh, I think we have some uh, big plot things to talk about. But uh, Delaney, did you have reactions to any of these uh, big plot movements that happened in the finale? It's, uh, I think they were like unexpected, but I like, mainly because, so like because they made fun of them in Never Ricking Morty. And then they were like, we're going to do it anyway. So yeah. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really good. Yeah, no, um, I definitely wasn't expecting, uh, you know, I don't even know, clone Beth, whatever. You know, they're both Beth at this point. Yes. But like, so that, I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely reacted to clone Beth and everything that happened. I thought it was awesome. And like everything, I think everything that happened in the Star Mart return of the Jerry was like the best. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed that episode. And uh, I mean, it's literally Star Wars, so I'm about it. Yeah, they're talking about doing a Star Wars, so you were about it's that. Okay. I was about that, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, definitely." Like, uh, I mean, Tammy, OMG, like he just killed Tammy in like the first like five minutes of the episode, and then they're like, "Yep, she did." Okay, and then yeah, because like it was crazy, like because it was Tammy and like bird purse. It was crazy. Excuse me, Phoenix person. Yeah, all of it was just crazy because, like, they were like, we're not doing it. And they were like, haha, JK, we're doing it. So I really enjoyed it. Like, I thought that was really funny. Nice. Uh, Michelle, what were your finale reactions? I, so I was really hoping we would see space. I mean, I feel I'll call her Space Beth now because, yeah, we don't know which is the the first one anymore. I mean, not that it matters. Or like Rebel Leader Beth. <laughs> yeah, Rebel Leader Beth their scar in her face and her hair like i was so i was so on board i was like oh my god finally like i i just this is the one thing i'd wanted all season and we finally got it and that was really exciting i do think like it felt a little weird getting so much plot this episode when we had so little plot the majority of this season Mm -hmm. and i do wonder a little about the pacing of that um it also feels like even though, like, we kind of got reconciliation with, like, the clone question, and I really liked how that was handled, and we sort of have, like, Phoenix person dangling is maybe a thing that'll happen later. Like, Tammy's deaf dead, so yeah. it, even though a lot happened, it also felt like there wasn't a lot to really have an expectation for moving forward into the later seasons, which, again, can feel nice, but at this point, I'm also feeling a little, like, but, like, how long are we going to stay in this stasis? Like, I want us to have something else that's, like, exciting and new to, like, hold on to. Even if we only go back to it every, like, 12 episodes, I want something, you know? And I didn't expect to feel that way, but I kind of do looking back on the whole season now that we know how it played out. So I'm a little mixed. Like, I did really enjoy the finale, but it does it was not my favorite episode. It was, like, maybe my third or fourth, honestly, for the season, just based off of the pacing and the priorities of just, like, so much plot, but then, like, it didn't really matter a lot, which is, like, fine, but it, like, wasn't my favorite thing. Okay. Um, I think that's fair. I mean, third or fourth, if you're talking all of season four, I think that's pretty, yeah. pretty good still. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I think a big topic we're going to talk about is like 
season four, nine episodes of complete no serialization, and then we get all the plot at the end. So we want to talk about, like, do we like that for the show? But in terms of um, wanting something substantial moving forward, I'd echo that because if this episode is just like, oh, they bring Tammy back, she dies, you bring Phoenix person, and then he's, like, uh, lurking for whenever they want to bring it back in 20 episodes, then it's just going to feel like another non-serialized episode. But I think the big thing for me is Clone Beth. Uh, space belt. Oh yeah. Right so she's she's around. That's the that's the thing I'm excited for too. There's two bets setting in the next season. Like, what's that about? There there might just be two bets all of next season. And it's super cool because the kids are like, we got two moms. Yeah, everyone's hype about how it. How excited they are to have two moms. And then they like yeah. they like mess with Rick. Like that was really good. Yeah. Uh, and Rick's Rick's uh, not feeling it at the end, but um, Rick is not doing great. <laughs> yeah, which I think is a through line for part of the season. But yeah, no, I think I think that's the actual serialization is there as as of now. We could go be- season five, episode one. They could say, "Oh, where's other Beth? Oh, she's in space." Like they could just not have her be around, and they could just do one line to explain it. But as far as we know right now, there's going to be two Beths. Like that's how he ended the last episode, and I think that's super exciting. That's a big plot movement and that this was like one of the top things i was looking forward to seeing and you just instantly bring her back this episode it's super exciting um so i'm super about kind of how we handled everything surrounding clone beth this episode um and yeah i think it's it's interesting to think about all the plot being at the ends but it was just extremely i guess it's extremely exciting seeing all these elements come back after so long of uh of them not being there but then i think the big thing is like episode six acts as a precursor to all this in that we talked about how it it like establishes like we don't need to do anything here but we could and also it doesn't matter so uh, you you set up kind of that thesis statement in episode six and now we uh like we're talking about like they could bring bring all these things back and they do like pretty pretty quickly after so i think that that kind of reinforces this uh this uh, overarching theory of the show which is put forth earlier in the season and i think that that feels really good to me too that like the show doesn't it it doesn't care about anything but it also isn't afraid to do it also will do something sometimes um like and, we, uh, we did get it at the end here and uh Child Rick of Mort, like you're, we're talking about, it's not serial, serialized, but Child Rick of Mort does have a thematic lead-in. It, it de- I think in retrospect, like it seems very purposeful to have a big Rick and Beth plotline leading right. to this yeah. one. Yeah. So I think there's, I think there's a lot. I mean, the first five episodes, I think, of the season seemed pretty aimless. Not that they were bad. I think there's multiple gems in there, but. This season, you look at six to nine to ten. That's a pretty solid arc of episodes, if not like literally plot serialization, kind of themes of the show and of Beth and of uh, and then Rick. You could see like the toilet episode into the last episode. It's, uh, it's, yeah, for it's, sure. Yeah, so I, I think like in retrospect, there's more to the season. There are more threads being laid with within the season than we kind of understood at the time and so i think 10 i feel like a 10 does a good job of tying it all together i think it's a great episode i i think probably ultimately not my favorite of the season but there's so much good stuff in there um and uh yeah tammy i we've been waiting for tammy to come back and uh i was very excited to see her come back and then she's dead which Really? I'm upset about, but I also like that they're closing the arc there, uh, so we don't have to be in, uh, we don't have to be waiting for this to happen next time. And I think, like, uh, Phoenix person, like, Rick, like, holding him uh, is probably a good way of having that arc kind of be closed, but still, like, oh, they can, he can pop up when, when they want it to. Um, so I think all that, because all that wasn't really, uh, like... The, the real plot threads that were open were Clone Beth and Evil Morty. Um, the rest of the stuff is not things that they needed to do, I think. Uh, so we we do the main thing is Clone Beth here, and we have that be like the our, the main core of the episode and still lead into next season. It doesn't. It's it's keep it's um, saving its main material in terms of plot with with uh, Evil Morty. Um, and as we know, the show ultimately doesn't care about that, but it is the main thing it has in the reserves. Um, and so you still have Clone Beth active heading next season. You still have the anticipation of Evil Morty. You close out kind of these lower plot threads from before. 
And I think I feel like we're in a pretty good place, um, at least in terms of the the plot of the show. I guess. I think the thing is, like, initially, I really liked the idea going to the season that, yeah, they they don't have any like they, they can do what they want. They can or can't address plot and the freedom there of only bringing it back when they felt like they wanted to do something with it was initially like I thought a very nice kind of just like kind of divorcing yourself from the expectations of your fandom, which like to make the stuff you want to make, you kind of have to do. But I just, I felt like Phoenix person and Tammy, like if if they wanted to close the chapter, it also just felt like they didn't really amount to anything significant in this episode. And that's what my new concern is kind of like, yeah, you, you can just bring things back every once in a while, but I don't necessarily have a guarantee that it's going to be worth like the wait. not that there are any expectations, but just like, I mean, if season three hadn't existed and been so good at some of the stuff before, I wouldn't have been so hopeful. And I tried to taper those expectations a lot, but I think like, yeah, there is bringing things back when you want to, but are you going to stick the landing when you finally decide to bring these things back and i'm not quite sure that in the case of these like lesser plot threads that that really happened and even if they they, you know they weren't a priority and they were more of a b plot it's still kind of like i don't know if it necessarily bodes well for bigger things like evil morty to come which i am very invested in as a plot thing so that's like my reservation right now like again we don't know what's gonna happen but i mean I, I felt a little underwhelmed, you know, like this, these chapters are closed now and they might not be very interesting if they do rise again. And that's like a little bit of a concern. Well, I think that's kind of the point. Like, I mean, you you also have to think like, what were they going to do with Tammy and bird person? Like they're going to do just... anything they wanted. Ah. But no, but that's the thing though. We had like, cause I was really satisfied with, so like, because it also depends on, like, what you're looking for when we talk about plot with Rick and yeah, Morty. Because, like, we have plot. Like, Space Beth, awesome. One, it's cool. But also the ramifications for Rick and Morty and the family. Like, and I think that's really, like, you know, there is plot in the universe. But, like, it's not as interesting, like, the mythology versus, like, the impacts it has on the family dynamic. Because, you know, when they got divorced and Jerry was out of the picture, like, that really shook things up. And then now, like, now we have Space Beth. So, like... I think it's more like everything is always a vehicle for like Rick and Morty and like what happens to the family. So like, you know, we're kind of, not that we're full circle, but you know, we're back at that place. You know, Rick is still super depressed. His best friend tried to kill him and you know, there's a lot going on. And I think like, this is probably the best payoff for Tammy and bird person because one bird person isn't gone that's cool because like we love bird person bird person's great and so i think that's one thing like i i'm a very invested in evil morty like i'm really excited about it but i thought like i think this is kind of what like they were talking about with it isn't just oh we can bring stuff back whenever we want but like stuff's not like stuff's not as important as you think it is and then like you know, they can, like, tie in whatever they want. So I'm actually really satisfied. Like, I feel like they delivered on what they're talking about. Like, we're going to do whatever we want, but, you know, these things are still important, but but also, like, lampooning all of it. Like, Never Wrecking Morty. Uh, we literally saw basically everything that happened in this episode in Never Wrecking Morty. Like, we saw Tammy, we saw Phoenix first, and then they were like, nah, fam. And then it was like, JK, here they are. So... I think it's really neat. And also, of course, it's, you know, completely valid that you're like, I didn't like it. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, but I, I think- do, I, yeah, I do think, like, seeing it from, like, everything affecting the family as being the most impactful, absolutely. Well, it's just, it's like, like, what are we, yeah. like, what are we looking, and that's the thing, it's plot, like, plot in Rick and Morty is weird, because, like, there's air ramifications for the universe and the mythology of the show, but then it's like, is that really what's as interesting as, like, you know, yeah. I feel like, like the season where you know we have some actual really frank and good conversations between like Rick and Morty and Rick and uh Summer and Morty like that was actually my favorite part of the episode is Summer and Morty being like this is our arc and they're like <laughs> it was really cute that was like my favorite part of the episode yeah, I, lo- I love uh, Morty and Summer in the episode. But yeah, I think this this discussion is really good. I think um, if you're someone who's anticipating Evil Morty, who has a lot of investment in that, and I think that that is me slash was me because I think this season 
to a certain extent, convinced me not to care about that, like, uh, at least yeah. as much as I was before. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it, like, it's kind Which of, is like... kind of what it's going for, but it's also a little depressing. Um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, the whole season's about tapering your expectations, which, like, I kind of understood going in after the first couple, but, like, it really hit home now that, like, this is the end of the season, and now it's just, like... I am still trying to taper my expectations, I guess, for what's going to come later. Well, it sucks because, like, we know they do plot really well. Like, some of the yeah. plot episodes are some of the best episodes in the show. Yeah. So it's, it's, it sucks. So I think it's one of those, like, we'll just have to see where we go. And so I think that's also part of the point of this season is that not that it's the reset season, though it kind of is. But, kinda like, yeah. yeah, so it's – I'm really excited about it. And, you know, I just – I really enjoyed all the – Tammy and bird person stuff but it also depends you know and that's what they're talking about they're like we're gonna do whatever we want <laughs> yeah look if I think if you're really anticipating the return of Tammy and 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 bird person Phoenix person in this episode then like, I could see Dylan this being loves uh, Tammy, I mean like, I do love Tammy Dylan and Tammy. I, I want I was invested in like a Tammy twist not necessarily like a straight up her coming back like this so I think I think like this episode isn't this big payoff for Tammy and bird person and this episode is like oh yeah they're things but I think so on one hand, if if Evil Morty goes the route of maybe Tammy and Bird Person, then that might be underwhelming. However, I think the the Clone Bat stuff, I feel like that that lived up in terms of at least this. Oh episode. yeah, it, it think, did. It's super dead. So maybe Honestly, like they go the road of, of Clone Bat for for Evil Morty, and then maybe that's uh, you like. I feel like if they care about something. The other side of it is this season hasn't been incredible for Beth until these last two episodes. She hasn't been super right. visible. Um, so I think for summer. Summer has been less visible than last season. Um, so like, I don't over- talk about Jerry. He sucks. Uh, I will I've- say, like, the best thing about Jerry this episode was his master puppeteering. Like, legit, like, that got me. It was pretty funny. Jer- Jerry's pretty arc amazing. paying off with the puppet. Yes! And then him, he, he gets I, the, I he gets the stinger of the... Yes! the- <laughs> oh, the garbage adventure stinger. That was good, too. Okay. Uh, I, this isn't where I was going. But uh, Jer- <laughs> Jerry in season four... Um, by far the best supporting character. Oh yes, oh yes. Ex- Hands he's, down. This season, I feel like they have mastered how to use Jerry. This yes. season, in this episode, he was amazing. Um, he had the one episode where he's beekeeping, and then they have the stinger about how he's the so stinger beekeeping <laughs> yeah. was so funny. Yeah, uh, Tim just randomly beekeeping. Um, yeah, like I think the therapy puppet was good in this episode too. Um, the, 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 the season starts with him being like, uh, anime and like, uh, like that, oh. that the, the use of Jared, they've, they've sparingly, I think basically except for Childrick of Mort, where he had a whole B plot, which was very Jerry. And I think the concept of it was very Jerry. Um, but they, other than that, they've been like pretty restrained and like, ch- they pick their spots in really funny ways with Jerry. Um, I feel like I trust the show with Jerry so much after the season, like, uh, He's 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 really like he's probably the funniest character on the show at this point. Well, it's like I hate Jerry, but they play him so well because yeah. like he sucks, and the show just just like yeah, he sucks. Here's yes, that's sucking. the whole like, the whole part. Yeah, whole great. point of his it's character. So good. Yeah. And Dylan's right though. Like it definitely has been sparing because in earlier seasons, I do remember feeling like God, this is so much Jerry, and I like fucking hate seeing more of him. Like don't give me this much. I know. But now sucks. that it's every, now it's just a sprinkling. It feels like the perfect amount. They really have honed in on and then they the let best everyone- use of and shit on him. Shit yeah. on him. Yes, like yes. Summer shitting so on Jerry was like the best. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Yeah. Also, and that moment morning. when Michelle and I remember we can curse on this pod. It's great. Oh yeah, hooray. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think you might be tempted to say. I mean, I, know, I think a lot of people would say that probably season four not as good as earlier Rick and Morty. Maybe the show isn't as good as it was. We'll get to whether we think that. But but I uh, think if you think of it in terms of characters, Jerry's way better than he ever has been. I think their use of Beth with clone Beth. I think th- this is way more interesting things we've ever used Beth before. Um, some are probably not as good as season three, uh, but Rick and Morty themselves, I feel like they're dynamic. They, they really know what to play on now. Um, they've done several, a few of these, uh, Rick is like, uh, like mind fucks Morty at the end of the episode, type yes. episodes, which I think those are really successful. And then the, just their bitter, like bickering dynamic. And then also like they, it's getting they still... worse. Like Morty's <laughs> getting more and more fed up with Rick. Like, I think that's something that's definitely started it's... paying off actively yeah. in the season. Yeah, I agree. And then, but they also have some, some sweet moments too. I, I, so I feel like the use of most of the characters is as good as it's ever been. 
Um, so maybe that's the argument for the show being um, not having lost a step. Well, that's uh, also, I think, you know, you know, kind of a shift, like kind of what we're talking about with like, you know, what were you looking for with these big payoffs? Like, you know, the family dynamic versus like big sci-fi bullshit. Like we get both, but like, you know, I'm here for like the stupid family dynamic. So like, you know, I thought it really paid off like in these episodes. Yeah. So over, overall, though, like season, so the season three finale said uh, to close out this topic of like this, how the use of where the show is this season, season three finale said uh, in many ways, things will be like season one, but more streamlined. So that was kind of what their thesis statement was for the season. I feel like for nine episodes, that was exactly what they were doing. Um, and then episode 10, we throw in all the plots. So like, what do we think yeah. of this formula where now the show and I think this is my my read is this is where we're doing moving forward, which is like. We're not going to have serialization over the course of several episodes in a season, but we'll an episode or two a season will have like that will be like this episode. And maybe it's every finale. Maybe we're actually doing more significant finales now with the show or maybe premieres. Um, but for the most part, it's going to be like the rest of the season where everything is just one offs. Um, I'm about it. You're, you're, so you, you, you like where they've ended up, Delaney, with, with the, the structure of the show. Well, I mean, in context of like, like one, I really enjoyed all these episodes. And then on top of that, like we have to remember in context of like, you know, maybe if we were only getting 10 seasons, I'd be like, are we stalling out a little bit? Like, you know, hitting the middle, but like in context of there's a hundred episodes of Rick and Morty, I think this is a good way to go. It's like a sustainable and, format for yeah, them. Yeah. A sustainable format. And again, I'm not a hundred percent sure this is really going to be a quote unquote format. Cause again, they do whatever the hell they I think want. They might change yeah. that. We don't really know. Like, yeah. That's what and, I suspect. Like I do like, like, I think like, I just enjoyed this season and I do think, you know, the mix of plot and like, you know, quote unquote season one stuff. But like, this is just what Rick and Morty is like, like I'm content you're content. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Michelle, what do you what do you think of like looking back on the structure of the season? I mean, I kind of feel like Delaney in that like I, I don't 100% trust that this format's not going to get broken at some point just because for up till this point, and we've talked about this before, that they didn't they, every season they've just been building hoping to get a, clear, a green light for another season, which is how normal shows work. And you have different priorities when you never know if it's going to be your last show. But now that they have this guarantee of so like such a bulk of episodes, which again is not normal, I feel like this season definitely was them trying to reshift their priorities in a major way. That isn't to say that, like, now that they have, like, readjusted their expectations for the rest of the show, that it might not still evolve naturally the way the first three seasons did. I I mean, I'm, I'm really curious. Like, I, I, I don't think it's a given that season five is going to follow the same exact structure as season four. There, I mean, there could be even less plot. There could be no plot. There Hard could to be have less plot there than the first nine plot. episodes. Like, really, it is up to them, but I do think that, like, they're going to evolve like any team of creatives do, and they're going to have things they want to talk about. And so, I don't know, I'm I'm going to take it kind of at face value for the next couple seasons and just see if there are any, like, themes or trends that I can notice but at this point, like, I, I don't know. This is, I feel like this is just like, you know, the cement foundation of the new house of the show. So it's important to like, you know, get everyone's expectations now on the same page about where the rest of this could be going. But I don't necessarily want to hold them to that because I feel like they, they've already restructured it once, you know, so they're capable of doing it more times if, as they see fit. So I'm cautiously optimistic that many things could happen. Yeah. Uh, and it's definitely fair that it's like, though, they could change things again. I like I do have some backing with like, at least next season seems like it'll be similar to this season. They 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 wrote they wrote them pretty quick, closely together. Like, I don't think we'll oh, wait. Did very, they? I don't think we'll wait very long for season five. The writing's done already. Like, this might be the first uh, season that we don't have to wait a year and a half for. Um, so they might have learned yeah. their, finally learned their lessons. It took a while the to get this Most shocking revelation. No, I yeah. I, I recommend listening to the companion podcast that they've been doing on uh, Monday Monday nights on adultswim.com. It's a lot. And, and I, there's, there's I think uh, one of the writers talked about the this finale and then next season's finale kind of like uh, some distinction between them. So maybe 
maybe there's some reason to believe that there's another big finale coming next season. Um, but uh, it could, you know, then season six, who knows? And who knows if that's even true since season five. And now I'm really curious if Clone Beth is just hanging around all next season. Is that the new normal or is she just like not really going to pop? I, I would assume that she is m- more likely to not be there most of the time than yeah. be there. But I really would be interested if she was just there a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, you look back on the season and it does, things do come together better than, uh, than maybe initially seemed like, um, in terms of like just having way more one-off episodes than normal, which to the show has mostly been one-off episodes. Like the, the plot of the show is like pretty condensed, uh, like the season two finale, the season three premiere, like so, like very few episodes have actual like what we'd consider plot. Um, but I think these episodes have seen even more isolated and to a certain extent meaningless, which I think six, episode six addressed. And I really love what episode six talked about. I think the show should check in on uh, kind of a meta commentary on what it is regularly like that episode was doing i think that would be beneficial to the show because you could so easily lose itself over the course of 70 episodes to come um i guess we're like 60 more episodes now so not like uh, i mean that's crazy still, that's still a crazy number but um but uh, i i think like just having this plot episode at the end i think they succeeded with this i think this was a good episode and i think they managed to have all these random plot elements pretty tongue-in-cheek like it didn't take itself super seriously but it still legitimized what was happening um so i I really liked that at the end i still think this last episode feels different than the first nine it uh i don't know if they've gotten the tone right of it uh like i don't know if it i don't know what the word is i'm trying to think of the like tacky is it like a little a little bit uh it, it it feels like a little bit at times i think less uh high iq like the rest of the show if you might say <laughs> did you um, just oh, why you would know, you say that Dylan? when you're talking about rick and morty you have to acknowledge our high high iq to be able to analyze the show God. um but uh you got to keep doing with those jokes that's the primary that, it's thing. true you're not you wrong. keep doing with it so um i think like i 10 was like a pretty big success for me but like not like i I want them to refine if they're doing like these like every eight to ten episodes do a plot episode like refine it a little bit more um and then in terms of the the rest of the nine i mean there's a lot of good episodes here i think there's maybe not um uh all-time great episode in season four that's the worst thing i can say about season four i don't really think there's an all-time great episode but most of the episodes are very good in this season there's two episodes which i think aren't very good and that's too high of a number for me, so I'm a little worried. But uh, <laughs> two out of ten is a lot, I guess, when you only get ten episodes. But also, like, if episodes aren't coming every year and a half, that's not as big of a deal, I think. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think I think the structure, um, it feels better now looking back on the season. Um, but I would like them to not be afraid to bring in elements like, oh, like next season they want clone, if they want Clone Beth to pop up a lot. Like, don't, we don't have to go back to the season one, but more streamlined formula. Like, we don't have to stick to that so adherently. Like, if something naturally fits and they think that there could be a lot of mileage, um, that they could get out of having two bets around, you know, then do it. And then if it, if it works, make it a regular thing of the show. Or if it doesn't work, put her back into space. You know, like, uh, you can, like, don't, I, I don't want them to so ardently stick to, uh, having most episodes be one offs. That would be my biggest concern, I guess. Um, but, uh, I think, I think we, we're in a pretty, we're in a pretty good place here. What do we think of, um, well, okay, let's, let's, we'll, let's start smaller and then, and then start to go larger. Cause we haven't gotten takes on a lot of these episodes, but you still like Delaney looking back on these five, six to 10, um, how, how much did you enjoy these episodes? Maybe compared to the first half of the season, maybe compared to normal Rick and Morty. I really enjoyed all of them. I thought they were all really funny. I really like, I thought they were really like good. Um, I'll be honest, it's hard to remember the first, like, five <laughs> episodes. I'll have to, like, try yeah, when we Can we talk about the whole season? I can recap which each episode was, but yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, what? Um, but I, I actually, I think my favorite is the Vat of Acid episode. Yes! yes. And, I, and I actually think the Vat of Acid episode is one of the best episodes of Rick and Morty. Like, Okay, let's let's get your, this is also on that, get your 15 second takes on each episode. It's episode 7, Promortius, the alien one. Okay, Promartius is amazing because, like, I I love the format of this episode because non-linear like, story. It's non-linear, and then Summer's Queen. I'm sorry, it was great. Like, and also the just the moment where they're there and they're like, "Yeah, we're Summer," and they're like, "What 
fuck. Like, <laughs> it was like the hangover. They were like, shit, where, where is she? Yeah, very, very hangover like. Yeah. And they're like, we never go back. Like, I just, every, every gag and pro, like, then they turn into like Voltron Power Rangers. Like, I completely, like, completely enjoyed, like, everything in that episode. Like, it was just so funny. And then you had, like, like, when they were like, how did you know that last part about Bruce and Steve? <laughs> It was so good. I really enjoyed it. And then the Vat yeah. of Acid episode is genius. I mean, like, genius. It's so, the entire episode is just Rick getting revenge on Morty. Like, that moment when he's like, oh, no, what should you do? And he's like, God <laughs> damn it. Like, I'm sorry. That is, like, that speaks to me as someone who comes <laughs> from a family where we just give each other shit all the time. Like, that is just the most amazing thing. Like, that also the like the episode itself like i mean the sequence where morty falls in love was amazing i got sad i was like fuck this show i was like (laughs) you suck like i i it was genius i mean like pure genius i enjoyed that's the vat of acid he's like don't and he's like kiss the vat it's so good like yeah everything about it perfect and then child rick of more is just good beth and um rick stuff and uh, he fucked the planet. That's great. Um, the stinger is so funny. Like the stinger. So you like the planets only? Okay. That's hilarious. Like you just <laughs> kept so going on and on. They even put lips on a planet. How could you not love that? Dylan? And my favorites are the, like they're young, wow. hot, and dumb. Like it's, yes! so it's so funny. They're planets. And then the best part is summer veiling. I've been watching over your shoulder for a full minute. It's so good. Just, I really, like, and I, I just thought that was, like, and also the unproductive too, and then Jerry gets stuck in it. So good. Like, yeah. what more could you ask for? And then he fights God. So good. And also just the getting high and playing video games, and Rick's like, I love y'all. It's so good. Yeah, getting high and playing video games is awesome. So he good. He's like, trying like, to apologize. He's like, no, I love this. You're perfect. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good, guys. And then Star Mart Return of the Jerry is just great. Like, the entire finale is awesome. I, I already talked about I love. Yeah. Morty and Summer being like, this is our arc and the invisibility belt. And also that was like extreme sibling nonsense, which as the elder sister to a younger brother, it's like intense, like having this fight over the PlayStation, but it was an invisibility belt. And then when she breaks the goggles, so good. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Okay. So Delaney, a fan of, of these five and a fan yes. of most of these episodes too. That's good. Um, and, and I think like looking back, uh, six, you were fit. You were a big fan of that one. As well. Oh yeah. And I, I watched them all together. Like, so that was, that might've changed. Like I did watch seven through 10. Like, I mean, like right after each other. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Michelle was, I remember wasn't as high on six and isn't as high on 10, I think as Delaney. So what about the other three, Michelle? I mean, Vat of Acid definitely stole the show. It is, like Delaney said, like, it's just such a good payoff of, like, Morty being so so genuinely upset that it didn't work. And then, like, it having to pay off where he has to smooch it because Rick is just that petty, which, of course, he is. It's just amazing. And then, like, the singer's so good with the guy who thinks he's impervious to acid. And he goes on the show and just dies. It's amazing. I think... Child Rick of Mort and Primordius, like, I both enjoyed, like, chunks of them, but, like, I wasn't, like, riding the entire episode on this, like, wonderful whirlwind of excitement, which is what the top Rick and Morty episodes always do to me, in my opinion. Honestly, I feel like I resonated more with a lot of the first half of the season. Like, that's where a lot of my favorites are. Like, that's where Cuckoo's Morty is. That's where the old man's what's, what's your are. What's your best of the season overall? Oh, that's so hard. I think it honestly, like, the I'll just say um, in season three, when Pickle Rick happened, I was like, God damn it. He said it like three times in the episode. Of course, it's going to be a fucking thing. And they started making Pickle Ricks and shit and selling it. And then all these like teenage boys would just scream, I'm Pickle Rick. And I was like, God damn it. Like, the line that should be, like, the most iconic is, you son of a bitch, I'm in, because that's infinitely funnier and better. <laughs> well, that's the thing this way. season. That's what got me. Like, that's what resonated so with you're me. you're still it's on so the heist amazing. episode as the best That, episode. I mean, I will never not forget Snake Jazz from Rouse <laughs> or Also, like, like Old Fantasy, Krukus, Morty, and Rouse or Reclactia are, like, all, like, my top tier. Like, they're so funny, and they Look, all the go, heist like, episode is art. Yes, 
got it's art, and that's what I'm saying. Like to me, like the the episodes that are like my favorite, they're ones that like they are just nonstop in like their absurdity or their clever lines are just like going way too far into riffing on one very specific genre of something, and it's so so good, and it's just like you appreciate all of it as like a, a fully combined thing. Whereas I feel like a lot of other Rick and Morty episodes are still like great, but like there'll be moments that kind of like taper off and you might like come out of it and be like, Oh, okay. This is a little slower. Like, Oh, it wasn't that funny, but the best ones like carry you through the entire way. And it's just like a rush. It's so good. So like that of acid to me was definitely the standout of the back half of the season. I feel like, in terms of just, like, character stuff and, like, all around, I feel like episode 10, it, it does give you a lot of that. Like, it does a lot just, like, you know, having a satisfying conclusion-ish question mark to the Beth clone situation. Like, I thought that was really well handled, all things considered. But, like, Childwork of Moore and Primordius and Never King Morning, like, I think they're all, like, good, solid episodes, but not necessarily, like, ones I'm going to go back and rewatch for fun, like, on a weekend or something you know what i mean on a weekend yeah Yeah, i I feel you so you're more into the first half of the season Um, it's just like it's reveling and it's like ridiculous ideas in a way that yeah i was i was thinking about like what was the episode in the back half that does that escalate like escalating bullshit like a lot of these i think i think i think i think never rick and morty is the one that kind of escalates like that um but it's a little different it's a um, little, I don't but, know. But no, it's, the rest it, of the episodes don't really do that, I would say, yeah. I don't know, the Bad of Acid episode is Morty, like, it, I know you really liked it, Dylan, but to me, it, it reminded me too much of, I like... I'm just talking about the structure, not in terms of quality. That, like, it felt like there were, like, callbacks to ideas we've seen in previous seasons, so it, it wasn't as strong to me as things that felt totally out of the field, like, just the snake planet. Like, that was, like, a pretty new idea for Rick and Morty, and so I was, like, 100% in, in, into that. Yeah, it's a new idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's self-referential in a way, I guess, that the other episodes aren't. And, ref- yeah. Um, what Which episode do they talk about, Pickle Rick? I'm trying to remember. It's one of these five. Uh, but, yeah. Like, we also, I think one thing this it's season definitely, is. I think it's during the Vat of Acid, because he's like, I was a fucking pickle. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I think the Oh, he's talking about his ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this season is um, more referential to previous Rick and Morty. Like, we're w- more willing to... We talked about this, I think, in the first time. We're more well, willing to bring... they start watching uh, Intervention or Cable, and they're like, do you yeah. suffer from Alzheimer's? Do you suffer from Alzheimer's? Yeah, oh, my that God. That was happened. terrible. Yeah, yeah we we're, we're, we're more willing to bring elements back, and we're more willing to talk about past episodes. Um, yeah, as we know, I loved uh, six. Uh, Primordius, I think that's a solid episode. I really like exploring the nonlinear episode structure. Um, I think, uh, yeah, like, I like Michelle. I think it's a solid episode. Rick Morty is is very funny at times. Um, yeah, I'm also in love with the Vat of Acid episode. I've been talking it's- about this episode since this came out. This is, um, I, I think it's the best of the season. I, I echo Michelle's uh, two, four, and five being, or two, three, and five being great in the first tap. But I think. Um, and this episode in some ways isn't as solid as uh as some other episodes. It's just the highs for me are are like really like this is um Rick and Morty at its uh, I don't want to say smartest like uh but it's uh, in some ways yeah, but in it, it just best storytelling. Uh the 5 minute uh segment of Morty meeting his uh girlfriend who he it's then so is good. not together with is one of my storytelling highlights of the year. Um, and it's so, uh, it, it, it's, uh, so and affecting and brilliant. she goes back at the end when he goes into the vat. Yeah. yeah. I know. And if he just waited a little longer. Yeah, that, that part's incredible. <laughs> the whole beginning with the vat. The vat ends up being, uh, it really convinces you on it. It's such a stupid, amazing uh, concept. And then uh, it, it, it does turn into much like the, the heist episode. The uh, Rick was pulling one over on Morty and... Uh, and everything with that is is funny too. And then more, yeah, Morty at the end having to confront the Vat and the combined universes, I think, is hilarious. That yeah, I think uh, Vat is just such a highlight for me. It's like the best of the season. I, I'm op- I'm open to this being one of the best of the show. I think I think it's it doesn't feel as polished as some of the best episodes of Rick and Morty. Um, I, I I'm not as into the Stinger and as as into like the Acid Guy. Like I feel like there's some random stuff in there. Um, but. Uh, like the yeah I, I, that's uh I, I think it definitely stands out on the on the back half it, it does something different i think than a lot of the first half episodes too 
Um, and I don't know. I feel like just just watch watching that. You like this show still has it. Like of course it does. It's <laughs> such like a, it. like it's such a clever, amazing episode. Um, like it's still it's very Rick and Morty that episode. Um, and then uh, I'm not I'm not into Children of Morty. This is one of the two I reference not being good. So I think there's funny. Uh, oh, stuff gee, in there. I wonder what the other one could possibly the be. Is it Slut Dragons? It's slut Dragons is the other <laughs> one. I, thought, I like this, block Slut Dragons from my mind. This is better than <laughs> Slut Dragons. I'll say that. But but uh, no, I think, to be fair, I, the bar. <laughs> The, the yeah. that is like so smart and this is like such a standard episode i think in a lot of ways and there's some funny stuff in here but um uh and it's solid and there is some but it's it's also a little basic i feel like that would be my analysis of children um and then and then the last episode i think the, i think last episode's really funny we talked about it i want to highlight the uh the the wranglers gene sponsorship the Death Star. so oh good uh and then they like Okay, my favorite line of the episode is Beth being like, "Look, Morty, your little balls." Yeah, that oh was the, that's a good line. <laughs> but no, and they just Morty's take his so jeans. It was so good. Yeah, jeans. no, just the the concept of the the Death Star being sponsored by Wrangler jeans and that that you can just throw the jeans in to stop it. Uh, the, I think the show has uh, evolved with the times in terms of it's been a lot sharper satirization of capitalism. Um, yes. This is an amazing sci-fi sat- uh, capitalism satire with the Wrangler Gene sponsored Death Star. And then, of course, Rick had his uh, capitalism rants at the end of episode six, too. Um, so uh, I think that's an element that stood out to me, too, looking back on. That was a really good rant. I appreciated that it was a good rant. rant. The, ra- and the Wrangler Jeans, and then, like, it, like, it can't destroy the Wrangler yeah. Jeans. Yeah, th- that's like my highlight of the episode. Um, I also love. And every time they have to say the name, and they're like sponsored by Wrangler. Yeah. So good. It seems like it's a stupid throwaway commercial, but it really, uh, it really is, is essential to the to the episode. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think I think this back half ends up being strong. Um, yeah, I, I might prefer the first half. Like uh, I think the highlight episodes of the season: Old Man in the Seat, uh, Crew Cuckoo's Morty, R- R- Rattlestar Rick Lactica. For me, Never Ending. Never Rick and Morty, Vat of, Ap- Vat of Acid. And I can think you can throw the finale in there too. That's half the episodes yeah. this yeah, season. That's, that's like how half. I feel too. I feel like half of these were just really, really solid. The other half were perfectly fine. They just yeah. didn't quite what work about as well for me. I don't think Slut Dragons work for anyone. At least not any of us three. Did anyone respond to our podcast saying, no, I love the Slut Dragons? Pr- I, I think, think probably, so. probably some people. I don't think uh, <laughs> And it's not like, and even like, obviously, I, I, I'm saying that in the child, there's, there's still really funny stuff in there. Some, yeah, some yeah places, definitely funny, so. like, components. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, look at it that way. Like, and uh, season three had uh, some not as great ones, too, I feel like. So, uh, oh, and we, we brought back the mind blowers, too, in this finale. Like, a lot of references to a lot of Well, and I think we have always had to talk with Rick and Morty that, like, the bar for Rick and Morty is so high that, like... We're complaining about episodes that are great episodes, but they're just not amazing Rick and Morty episodes. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, like, this show is just so consistently so good. And then we're like, oh, this episode was only good. It wasn't amazing. <laughs> so it's it like, blow my mind. Yeah, right? Because that, that was the thing, though. I really, like, I definitely do agree that the stronger episodes are all stacked in, like, the first part of the season. But, I mean, you do get the Vat of Acid episode, which yeah. is, like, incredible. But like, I mean, they were all good. Like, I did. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed like watching all of these episodes, other than Slut Dragons. That episode doesn't didn't happen. Um, yeah, the it, it, and they make <laughs> they make fun of it too. This season, they're like, oh, there's a timely Game of Thrones episode that we did. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, <laughs> you wanted a dragon? Yeah. It's not an idea, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're even referencing stuff. This, all right, I gotta go back to that for a few more things. But um, within the the five minute flashback, uh, we get uh, one of my favorite things is they flash back to earlier in the in the that in this five minute sequence um, so- for an emotional beat, which is both hilarious and uh, really sad and. Uh, that's like the whole sequence. And then uh, Jerry pressing the button casually to revert it all, I think is amazing too. Um, and then just going that mm-hmm. into like Morty just desperately trying to recreate it. It's heartbreaking. Oh, um, yeah, it doesn't work. And I was like sad. And I was like, why is the show making me sad? This I was, I think the thing that really sold me about making that moment feel like poignant was that he reaches a point where he finds the control and he like has the thought like you can see like him thinking like oh should i just reset it now and he doesn't yeah. 
It's like, no, I want to like stick this out with her. I think I've really built something here. I'm going to charge my phone instead and save us. And that's what makes it so sad when it all gets taken away. Because he was like actually fighting for it, even when he had an easier alternative. And that's when I was sold. Yeah. Um, one of the most emotional things that here's here's uh, if you haven't heard this five minute sequence was not in the script. Uh, very what? notable animation thing. This the script was short. This what's so crazy about that is like if you listen to the behind the scenes, this is like a last minute kind of addition to the season. That's that just insane. comes together really quick. The director uh, Jacob Hare and his team constructed the five minute sequence with no script. So I feel like that's an insane animation feat. Yeah, that's uh, nuts. Like uh, it's like one of the highlights of the show, and they yeah. they, they, they pulled it they, they they pulled it from nothing. Oh my god! Um, like uh, yeah, I just uh, the, the the whole and the whole beginning them spending so much time in the vat and Morty's annoyance at Rick and then Rick's, Rick's indignance at that and just just it's just a great satirization of Rick's character. The fact that this is his big invention and this is what he cares about is the stupid vat um because it's just (laughs) such a stupid idea and and it's so good (laughs) yeah uh yeah i i think i think that one's one i'm gonna revisit so much um but all you know also the the heist in in different ways and i think i think those are such different like the heist episode compared to that it's like two very different episodes that the show's capable of that are really amazing um, same old man in the seat. Like uh, the, we could talk about Rick, the Rick. Uh, here's my here's my quick analysis of Rick's arc: is he is um, increasingly alienated from those around him. Yes, um, I think in the old man in the seat, he like has this guy that he loses, um, and then uh, he's like for, for falling further from Morty, I guess, in a way. Like at the end of like he's so depressed at the end of this episode because he like was so, so terrible with the bets, and also though just because um, like Morty and Summer are bonding, and uh, everyone like leaves him to be alone and in the garage. And he makes a lot of comments about lashing out, and like like in I think several episodes about like oh I'm lashing out at you know at Morty and all this stuff. So it's interesting like he's being reflective. The problem is he's not taking the family therapy seriously. Correct. Um, Dang, those booby traps. Yeah, that, that was a very oh funny God. moment oh when he's God. like, <laughs> he says his line to activate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, what is this about? Yeah, they brought Dr. Wong back. That's another recruit. Like, oh, uh, oh, my God. And then like, he was like, everyone in the ship. And he's like, my family, not you. Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's really a lot of recurring things looking looking back on everything. Um, but uh, yeah, and I think this is this Rick uh, Rick's depression alienation has been an ongoing thing for, since season two of the show. And um, they maybe they'll put this in the high gear. Maybe this is like the type of thing that it's uh, to just check in when they want to. Um, but like, I don't think anything is, we can't anticipate anything culminating in anything. Like, is this leading anywhere? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I mean that this whole season has just been a season of like trying to, again, like taper expectations, which like, I think by the end of it, they definitely succeeded in that. And now like, we don't know what to speculate on because yeah, it's like, what is there left to like, yeah, evil Morty, clone Beth, bird person, I guess, but there's no guarantees we'll see them anytime soon. So it's just kind of like, yeah, we don't know. We like legitimately don't know anymore. Well, Rick, I feel like, you know, we've seen Rick go get to his highest point and then Jerry comes back and then like, <laughs> and then now he's like worse off than he was before. So I think it's interesting to like, are we going to see like a more of a spiral or? Yeah, that's a, that's a good wish point. We so would. I really wish we would, because again, like. Michelle's like, suffer. Well, no, but like. I, Okay, I thought a lot about the end of um, episode 10 versus the end of episode 2, The Old Man in the Seat. And I was a little ticked off that, like, they felt similar, but The Old Man in the Seat just felt like it, uh, it, it resonated so much stronger. And I feel like part of the thing is, like, even though his family is, like, more actively, like, kind of, like, dismissing him or like not listening to him and kind of just choosing to do their own thing which like they should be because Rick's not great <laughs> like Rick still in episode 10 like, at least like he never like like I was so excited when Beth was going to come back and like tell him off but he still always manages to like one up her and like put her in a place even if it's subtle like you can tell he's still like kind of above her like she'll never be at his level and the fact that she's still so wrapped up on 
either destroying him or proving to him something about herself. Like she's still so wrapped up on like what he thinks of her, which is like the biggest mistake. Like I, I really hope she like at the end of the season, it does seem like like they're both the best are moving forward, like claiming to not care anymore about what he thinks. I don't know if that's true because it's never not been true for either of them. So that's like a little of my reservations. Like, I feel like they've like touched on stuff with Rick and they've really like had moments of really showing how depressed and sad he is being this kind of person all the time. But they still seem very reluctant to let go of this like super cool genius that's an asshole, but kind of like you admire that because he always has the best one liners and he always kind of is the one who wins and that's attractive. Like until they're willing to really let go of some of that and to dive deeper into this aspect of himself that's a lot more negative, it feels like a little frustrating to me. Like they can do what they want. They can go wherever they want with this. But like at this point, like I feel like we need more than just Rick sitting somewhere sad with the like musical score telling us to feel sadder for him than I like care to at this point, because like not a lot's really changed yet. And I want to see more change like for it to matter. You know, I don't think Rick can keep being sympathetic and like kind of weirdly portrayed as cool at the same time. I think he, you gotta decide like which part of the cake you want because you can't keep having both. Like that's not gonna be satisfying forever. Yeah, I I don't think the show would let go of the kind of main part of main premise of Rick's character. Um, but that is certainly like uh, something fair to want from the show to do like a building actual thing with Rick and like change his character. I feel like the th- their version of this might be you you do bring in some of more of these moments like we saw in two and ten and then you have a big rick depression episode like you actually get into like the psychology of rick in a whole episode um like you spend a whole episode on it that could be a big changing moment i think for the show if we actually put some time into it um maybe it doesn't have to completely change his character premise um but uh, i think that's like certainly a good thing to want from the show and i don't think the show has necessarily shown that it that w- is wanting to dive deeper than it currently that's, is. Yeah, that's the thing. Cause like at the end of last season, right? Like that's when Beth like made like so many things happen. That's like, I would consider that like Rick's lowest point with the family. And now it's kind of, it, it just kind of is the same. Yeah, as so, it used to be. So end, I don't end know. of last season is Rick loses control of the family because mm-hmm. Jerry comes back. This season, mm-hmm. does Rick lose further control of the family because there's two Beths and no one's caring about him? Like, I think that might be what they're going for. I guess we'll see next season. And but. he doesn't have that control over Beth anymore, like where he was kind of like lording yeah. the whole like kind of withholding love and stuff. Yeah, so I think like we might go, we might be going further into that. I think the Beth thing this episode, there's some really interesting uh, Rick characterization through Beth. I love the contrast of uh, them sitting at the the Shoney's because another you know another recurring element, and we have to, and they're like, uh, she Rick's like you're in your hero phase, and she's like, uh, I'll never stop giving a shit. Like I think like we are kind of getting into like where Rick is through where this Beth is, who is, is following his trajectory a little bit. And if, if both Beths are around, that's a natural thing I think to explore is like, how, how did Rick end up in the place he is? And um, how, how are the, the Beths going to deal with that? How is Rick going to deal with that? Knowing that uh, Beth is the, one of the best is that Beths is there on such a different, in such a different place than him. We, yeah, we just see like the, the space Beth as kind of this contrast to Rick in in some different ways i thought that was uh it was a little a little subtle in the episode but something they could maybe expand on more next season i think that'd be really interesting it would be interesting i just i feel like there are no guarantees that any of that and that's just like why like i want to be that excited but i just like i don't know anymore like i feel like season five is going to determine a lot more um because again like this was a foundational setting season but season five either is going to build on that or go somewhere slightly different but until then, I'm just like, I got my questions. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Like we said, there's all these things they could do, or they could yeah. do nothing, and space or Beth they could be gone. Or they could always do and, nothing. There's always And they could that. go reset completely and go back to, uh, yeah. So, I mean, at least uh, Tammy's probably, I mean, the, th- the thing is, is t- <laughs> there could be alternate dimension Tammy. So, like, really nothing is is uh, is a thing that happened on the show. You could just go yeah, into a different, different timeline. That's true. Uh, and that's like exciting in some ways. It's just like yeah. also hard in other ways just to have any expectation. 
I think so. Yeah, I think I think it makes it. It's it's both. Uh, it's like the most unique. I think I've, I've heard one of the writers call it like a very unique feature of Rick and Morty is having all the the, the multiverse and the different timelines and stuff. And it's like both uh, like this really smart aspect of the show, and it probably makes things really hard to write. I mean, look at Vat of Acid episode. They have to go through painstaking lanes to explain what's happening, kind of at the end of that episode, um, and. Uh, I mean, what's uh, what's uh, all the? I feel like I'm always thinking about like where, how do all the Ricks come into play in anything that's happening? Yeah. Usually they don't, but uh, I mean, that, I guess that read the Sid Adolph Ricks reference to Never Ricking Morty. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens in season five. Um, whether any of these things we're talking about come back i assume some of them will also you know like i think we want to we'll see sooner i think that's going to be really exciting um i think hopefully they they continue producing them on similar timelines i mean the crew is is changing a lot um but uh they i mean i I would i would guess like november of this year for next season which is like really that's pretty soon yeah I know they're definitely done writing, and I think they've already done a lot of pre-production as well. Like, I think, I think there's, it's got to be sooner. Um, so, uh, last thing, like, uh, I brought this up, but I never like. Is there an answer to like, what is this? Is season four? Is this the the best, the worst season of Rick and Morty? Is it the best season of Rick and Morty? Like, is or is does is it? Is there no like? I don't even know what the best season of Rick and Morty is. I think we said it was season three last season. Yeah, um, but is is season three? Much better than season one? Deb, probably not. Season one's very good, too. Um, season two is very good. It's hard. <laughs> that's I, the I, problem. Well, it depends on the metric. Like, I think, you know, there's kind of like three different episodes of Rick and Morty. There's like really good science fiction episodes that are like just too absurdity. There's like the laugh out loud the whole episode just makes you want to die the whole time because it's so funny. And then like plot heavy episodes, which are like really good on their own. And but the thing is, like all three of these aspects are like in all of the episodes sometimes. So you're like, I don't know. So like it's kind of I think it's one of those like it honestly like Rick and Morty is such like a subjective show. I feel like. Yeah, um, I'm looking back on some of these earlier episodes. I think the average average episode quality has gone up since one and two. Definitely that which I which I think is why season three is like is so consistent. Like that's why it's just like boom boom boom. Yeah. Everything up till the very end of the finale was just so great. <laughs> but looking wasn't. back now, that finale makes so much more sense. Like in light, the only it was, it was just at the time it felt like such. Whiplash. I mean, it's the, I think this season's better than last season's finale. The only blemish on season four is slut dragons. That's it. And I oh, think okay, we can't talk about them anymore. I need to forget though. Whatever. We'll we'll <laughs> They're so dragons. exciting. So exciting. I feel like there's an argument. This is the best season. Looking at the episodes, honestly, I think. I think so. I think the, the top eight of this season, I think, are better than the top eight of any other season, if you want to look at it like that. And also, like, consistency. Like, like you know, you know, Slut Dragons. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, I think, happen, I'd, I'd, like, I think like, uh, despite any inclinations you might want to say of Rick and Morty's lost a step, which is natural thing to try to want to say when there's 60 more episodes to come, um, we're kind of on this... Uh, this like heavy batch of episodes, like kind of trend that we're, that we're going to be on. Um, I, I really feel like the, the consistency is, is still there. So I think, so I think that's a really, uh, encouraging thing for the future of the show. Although, yeah, I would, I would like to see a, uh, Rick Lantis, uh, mix up or a, a total recall, which I feel like a few of these episodes this season were close, but, uh, um, the, yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll see Delaney, any, parting thoughts to season four i really enjoyed it like i really i think that that maybe season four is the best to me just because it's so consistently like i'm really good like a lot of the i really enjoyed a lot of these episodes and i just i'm not like i really enjoyed the season finale but i'm not like like obviously i'm excited for rick and morning but it's not leaving me wanting if that makes sense hmm yeah yeah you're you're not uh you're excited for things but you're not like uh we gotta i gotta have them i know they're coming like yeah uh, yeah like we, we understand we understand what the show is saying is uh <laughs> what's happening now yeah michelle final thoughts on season four uh as a whole i really enjoyed it i think this season once I was more able to, and I, I'm still trying to like let go of the plot expectations, just because like that was such a high point of the season right before it. But there were a lot of episodes this season that just like it was fun to revel in their absurdity. 
Um, and that's like just a really fun experience to have every week for a while, you know? Um, I, I can't say like, I don't want a little more plot stuff, but I also am like starting to trust again. Like if we do see stuff, like I just hope like it's done in a way that makes sense and it's, it feels satisfying. That's all I want, you know? But if we don't have that for a while, all these other like chiller episodes that are just really, really funny. Like I will, I will hands down take those in the meantime, because they're very well made. Like they're very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think it's going to be interesting how we grapple with, uh, yeah, with this new dynamic of the show and, uh, them doing things while also do most of the time doing nothing. Um, and, uh, like we brought up some interesting possibilities for season five that they could get into. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see if we do any of that when season five comes out. And I realize I said November, and that's actually only five months away at this point, which is uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of didn't understand. That would that be when soon. I said it. That's what I mean. Um, like, oh wow, November. Yeah, I still think I still think it's it's uh, sooner side. Um, but yeah, it's June. That's interesting. Uh, no, but uh, the yeah, I, I think this this is a good season. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, they'll probably do that split five five thing again. I think that's their way of getting the episode sooner out because they end up working on a few of them for a while. Uh, but I don't know the five five thing. I feel like it, it it hurts it in a certain in a certain aspect, but it is also nice to not have to wait forever for episodes. Um, but uh, especially if we, uh, yeah, if it, I'm, one thing I'm most biggest thing is hoping for Space Beth to still be there. That's some point. Yes, when he, when season yes I, I just like, I mean, as a lesbian, the two moms thing, great, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, and not, the, not that, each other. I know, not and obviously. Then, then Jerry's like, also there. Yeah, no, we're not yeah. talking about Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> no Jerry, no slut dragons. Well, like, I just like, like the kids being like, two moms is awesome. Like, I just, great. It's good They're stuff. They're into it, yeah. Yeah. Also, I noticed normally it doesn't matter as much, but I feel like there's a lot more like same sex stuff going on this season than in like like just background random stuff. Yeah, there, there are two yeah. guards this season which had male this episode which had male voices. Yeah, um, and then then they had the two uh, face huggers. That was yeah. a big thing. I, yeah. yeah, that was one of my highlights of that episode. I was just like, this is That's bizarre hearing Rick and Morty's voices coming out of them. But like, yes, I support their gay alien romance with each other. Okay, let's go. Yeah, nothing you, we would say is... Uh, so I guess that was the most progressive thing the show has done. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't think any of us go to Rick and Morty as like... But it's, but it's, it, it's just like, wow, that was there. That's yeah, all. Yeah, just like, oh, that's... There's, a, there's more casual <laughs> stuff, yeah. I think so. Um, so that, that is nice, too. Maybe expand on that a little more. But, you know, it's, it's Rick and I, Morty, so... I will say, like, now that we're approaching season five, I feel like... I do want to see more of Beth and Summer stuff, like maybe even outside of Rick and Morty's characters, specifically outside yeah. of Rick. And Morty. I think we've we've earned that. Like again, we've had four seasons of the show. Season one and two, like especially, focused a lot on just Rick and Morty, which is fine. But we have this whole cast that has like been a lot more fleshed out, not nearly enough, I'd say, in comparison to the main leads. But like I know the show's called Rick and Morty, but like clearly it's not the same show anymore. In that like aspect and i i just want i just want them to start having things to do that aren't necessarily directly related to rick because if everything's always about rick like it's just gonna make me a little frustrated you know yeah i think this season took a step back from summer and beth large i think they were purposefully uh placed prominently in season three and the season um reverted on that for the most part but now beth is is in the spotlight again at the end of the season so it'll be interesting to see how that carries over if at all to season five um summer i don't know like are, do we have any movement with summer being back to being a main character she was a main character for most of season three she definitely wasn't this season mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um, it would it's i mean i think we focused a lot on the rick and morty dynamic this season which was valuable but it'd be nice to also focus on the summer dynamic with each of them um that, that i think that's uh, something that season five could definitely get into and then beth i think is tied into the plot now in a way that summers and so beth is more begging to be addressed by by the season um yeah that'll be interesting to see too because that like that that was part of the reverting to season one is uh stepping back on summer and beth's characters a little bit yeah yeah um so a lot of lot we're interested to see what's gonna happen in season five so uh hoping hoping it'll be sooner and we'll be back to talk about season five in whatever capacity once it comes out 
So let us know what you thought of season four uh, B and season four of Rick and Morty at overlyanimated.com, youtube.com slash overlyanimated, and our Discord is overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Um, consider supporting us, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Bronwyn. And thanks as well as our patron executive producers, Ryan Stebox, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, Needle, and Phonician. Um, Check out all our other coverage at OverlyAnimated.com. I knew I threw a Solar Opposites review in the Rick and Morty feed. That's another prominent, uh, that's from the, the Rick and Morty people making that show. We'll be checking it on that one that comes out too. Um, and any other Rick and Morty type shows, Bojack Ended. I don't know what the other Rick and Morty type Rip. shows are that are, yeah, they're coming out. So we'll follow out any of that at OverlyAnimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.